is this is a football podcast, man. Meat, football, good. Man, we talk football. We eat burgers. <laughs> We had a playoff matchup, a couple of them. How do you how do you feel after this weekend? Because I don't know about you, I am mixed feelings. This was almost, almost, and I'm talking three or four yards here or there away from being potentially the worst fantasy week of my life. <laughs> almost. Oh, man, what a weekend. For those of y'all who are just now tuning in, did not get the backstory, um, Ben and I faced off in two semifinal matchups, and not just any two semifinal playoff matchups. These were the two most important dynasty leagues in which we participate. There is league number one, which we call granddaddy of them all, because, of course, it is an homage to the Rose Bowl, a.k.a the bowl game with the most tradition, pageantry, the one that's got a parade. Let's put it that way. The one with that's the That's this Dynasty League. Yes. And then we have another one, Ordinary Gentleman, which um, through it's an OG uh, no fault too. of our own, we enjoy it. It has nothing to do with the fact that our teams are stacked. Oh, absolutely nothing whatsoever. <laughs> nothing at all. It has nothing to do with the fact that either you, yourself or myself has represented in the championship game each of the past three seasons. No, nothing nothing to do with that. Nothing at all. But, uh, yeah, we face down in, in the two most important dynasty leagues, and this episode is the aftermath of those matchups. We put it up on Instagram uh, earlier today. We're recording this. Uh, Tuesday the 19th. This will go live Wednesday the 20th. Uh, earlier today, we put up, I, I just did like a little teaser of one of the scores of one of these two matchups. And uh, hair of the chinny chin chin. Let's put it that way. I was, I was stressed. <clears throat> like I wanted to throw up last night. I, I watched the entire Monday night game and I normally don't watch the whole Monday night game because usually, like... You had a reason to this time. Yeah, usually the consequence is not worth me staying up until 11.30, 11.45 on a Monday to watch a football game. But that Monday game, I watched every single play of it, and I was, like, clenched. Like, my whole body was so tense. Um, and the house is quiet. The dog's asleep. Haley's asleep. And I'm just, like, sitting here just... In the bed, try not to wake, yeah, like try not to wake anybody up, but it, there's just Ugh. so, anyways, that's what this episode is. We've got some news as well, also looking at some of the most painful ways in which you all lost your playoff I'm matchups sorry, because guys. it's just it's more fun when you get to share in the pain. Shall we? Uh, let's dive into some news real quick before we jump into the aftermath. Let's do it. Jamar Chase will miss some time with a separated shoulder. God. <laughs> this did not affect any ah. of our playoff matchups whatsoever. I promise you. Jeez. 
I know you will have many thoughts about this I am as, upset. as we dive into these matchups. <laughs> I'm upset. <laughs> I am sure this was upsetting. Chase had an okay game. Not an amazing game, but he had an okay game. Um, it, I feel like Jake Browning likes T. Higgins more than he likes Jamar Chase. He really does. He seems to connect with him better. He does. I will grant you that. It's just... It's tough for this to be the way it ends for the Bengals. It ends for many fantasy teams who have depended on Jamar Chase. Even though he's been a little hit or miss through no fault of his own, he hasn't had his star quarterback for essentially the entire season, more or less. I mean, Joe Burrow started the season yeah. injured. He was hobbled. He, could, he was playing, but he could barely get around. So Chase was, you know, dealt with issues there. Then he finally got healthy for like a three-game stretch. And we're like, all right, the Bengals are going to start to click. Here it comes. Like, we saw Jamar Chase blow up game versus Arizona where he scored three touchdowns. Like, here it is. Like, Jamar Chase, he's got his weekly floor, and he's back to having his 40-point ceiling again. And then here comes Joe Burrow's wrist, and now he's out for the season again. So, he's essentially, he has not had a quarterback the entire season. No. And now he doesn't have a shoulder. Well, just get healthy soon, Jamar. I'm going to need you next season. I'm going to. <laughs> Keaton Mitchell tore his ACL. They didn't even show the replay on this. <laughs> Had to go to Twitter to find it. And then on Twitter, I was like, ooh. Yeah, it was one of those gross, like, hyperextended knee sort of deals. Ugh. So, I saw one of those, like, fantasy doctors did the tweet. <laughs> oh, it was so gross. He, um, he was like, well, I'm not going to tweet a picture of the Keaton Mitchell injury, but here's a completely unrelated picture of a deer's hind leg. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, no, what are we doing? I don't, I don't know many, if there's many biologists in the, you know, the, in our listeners, but, you know, the human knee does this and it bends this way, and this is your knee joint. It does, it's not supposed to go that way. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this is not the way the knee goes. Mm. And that is exactly how a deer's hind leg goes. <laughs> the Steelers benched Mitch Trubisky. Okay. And then uh, Atlanta benched Desmond Ritter once Thank again. God. For the Ritter one, not the not the Trubisky. Swapping, going from like, have you ever seen that meme of the old man and he's wearing that like red plaid shirt? And he's at Christmas, and he opens up a Christmas present, and they've got him taking a picture and smiling with it. And he got another shirt, and it's the same red oh, plaid yes. shirt. Like it's the exact Steelers same, going it's the exact from same uh, like Pickett to Trubisky, same thing. And then I don't even know who their backup is at this point, but it's I, is it going to be worse? Is it Mason Rudolph still? Might be. I think it is Mason Rudolph. It's not going to be worse. There you go. Well, okay. you're scoring three points. It'll be you're about scoring the three same. points a game. <laughs> it will be yeah. the exact same. Uh, are you excited about Taylor Heineke being the quarterback yes. for the Atlanta Falcons yes. down the stretch? For the simple fact of he can't be worse. He was no. better than Ritter when he was playing. And then we just... What did he do to get I, benched? He got hurt. Because he's already been benched once for Ritter again. So it was Ritter, and then it was Heineke. And then they went back yeah, to Ritter. He got hurt. They went back to Ritter and just stayed with him. And then they're finally going back to Heineke. The Falcons, okay, Lennon. So it wasn't due to play. Lennon Davis actually texted me this. I didn't realize it at the time. 
The Falcons are in play as as it stands right now for either a home playoff game and also a top five pick. They can get both still, depending on how the rest of the season goes. Oh, that. uh, Wow. I know exactly which side of that you hope they land on. I, I hope he gets fired. I'll say that. I finally am starting to see stuff where like Arthur Smith could get fired at the end of the season. Like, excellent. Arthur Blank doesn't fire coaches during the season. It's, it's not his style. So, but yeah, if there's a chance Arthur Smith is out, then awesome. What needs to happen? Here's the here's the dream scenario here. You lose out. Okay. Some of the teams ahead of you in draft order, they win a few games. You get into that top five, maybe, maybe not even top five, but top ten. You got a top ten pick. All right. You fire Arthur Smith. You trade up in the draft to get Drake May. Ben Johnson has already said Mm. Drake May is one of the quarterbacks he'd be willing to work with. So you go trade, you get Mm. Ben Johnson, you trade up for Drake May. I think if that happens, Bijan and Kyle Pitts are instantly a top five running back and a top five tight end. You get Ben Johnson and Drake May. Now, what if in this trade up, they have to trade away Kyle Pitts or you just Drake do London? No, like you don't the do Carolina it. Panthers did. You, you don't do it. Okay. You just give up picks yeah. for forever. You don't need picks. Okay. You got Kyle Pitts. All right. Uh, fair enough. <laughs> You've already you got, got all these. You elite got all offensive the pieces producers. you need. You just need someone with <laughs> half a brain to figure out how to use them. Like I was watching the, I watched a little bit of the game. I was, I mean, I was pissed. I wasn't going to watch the whole thing, but I watched a little bit. And I, <laughs> you were just angry watching. I it. saw there was like a play. They literally, <clears throat> you've got Kyle Pitts lined up in the three point stance to block or whatever, and then they they like have Jonu Smith in the slot, and he's the one that's like scheming. So he runs. He's like motioning in the formation snap the ball, and he runs upfield, and they throw it to him for, like, a 50-yard gain or whatever. He's the one they, like, scheme the touch for. And the receiving tight end, your number four overall pick two years ago, is the one blocking. While Jonu Smith, the free agent pickup, is the one you're scheming the touches for. Like, that is beyond insane to me. And if you, if you don't, if you don't like Kyle right Pitts because he's not a good blocker, I, I guess I get that. Like, He's a he's not a tight end, quote unquote. Well then, all right then. But why is he the one blocking then? Why is he not the one you're scheming the touch for? I don't get it. This is a this is a dilemma we will never know the answer to because Baffling. it is unanswerable. It is one of life's most difficult questions to answer. And we're not going to get an answer because Arthur Smith thinks he's the smartest man in the world at all times. I don't need to give B. John Robinson the ball in the rain. No. A raining game where you need... Tyler Algiers just as good. <laughs> Did you know that... Uh, uh, let me see if I can find the exact stat. I believe that B. John Robinson, Kyle Pitts, and Drake London combined for 13 touches against the Panthers. And Tyler Algiers <laughs> had 15. What is happening? <laughs> I, I don't understand. Oh man! All you have, oh, you have no. three years of top ten picks, and then the fifth or sixth round pick of of Tyler Algier. They are all decoys. Tyler is the focal centerpiece of the offense. 
Him and John O. Smith and Mac Hollins. All those other guys, that's just SI candy. Don't look at them. <laughs> that's eye candy. That's good. That's eye candy. Shall we talk about these playoff matchups? I don't know which direction you want to go here. Let's start with there's two different there's polar opposite uh emotional Let's start with the uh, I guess the least interesting one, the granddaddy of them all. This was a butt whooping. I guess there's really no good I, way to I say saw this. this one coming. This was not a surprise Did to you me. Though? Yes. I knew I was going to lose. <laughs> you also thought you were... Okay, okay. The other league, I'll give it to you, I was overly pessimistic. But I had, I have reason to be overly pessimistic. You were. But I was. This one, Thursday night, it decided it. You started the Raiders' uh, well, defense yes. when they had I, 30 points. I started Austin Eckler. <laughs> they had five. Literally, your defense... This is... Let me, let me just tell you who's on the team. Like, Austin Eckler... Jamar Chase, Justin Jefferson, and Travis Kelsey all got outscored combined by the Raiders' defense. The Raiders' <laughs> defense by itself outscored Kelsey, Jefferson, Chase, and Eckler. I had no shot. Yeah, that will do it. The only, <laughs> and I mean only player who pulled his weight at all was Jameer Gibbs. He had 24. Good job, Jameer. He did. You, you get a start. But to be fair, it was not just... It was not just the defense. If I if I started a defense that would have scored zero points, I would have still beat you by oh, yeah. twenty five. It was because just, you started Christian it McCaffrey. Was a, it was a poor performance. Yes, there, <laughs> there it is. But this is this is the how much I want to I want people to know I didn't have a shot in this one when the defense outscores the entire star core that I have. McCaffrey was just icing on the cake. Yes. Yes. No. McCaffrey just sort of put it away. What was really funny about the Raiders' defense was I I was waffling on the defensive play a, a significantly. I didn't know what to do there. And I just, at like 4 o'clock in the afternoon on Thursday, just was scrolling through the available defenses, and I saw the Raiders. And literally, like, I didn't even think it was a smash start, but I was like, you know, the matchup might be pretty good because it's Easton Stick. Keenan Allen's not going to play. Literally, it's only Austin Eckler. And I was like, I don't know. Maybe maybe this could be good. Because I didn't – I mean, the Raiders haven't really been a good fantasy defense. I think they're a pretty decent defense in real life, but, like, not a great one. The, it, was just, it was truly just a matchup thing. And so I just picked them up, threw them in there, and I was like, oh, what the heck. And then Thursday night happens, and I was like, that, that was unexpected. That was something. Yeah, I didn't – it brings us to another point, and I don't know how we missed this in the news section. <clears throat> if you listen to our show much at all, you know there's a specific quarterback that the two of us together both love very dearly. And his name is Justin Herbert. We should be throwing a celebration right that now. That game, totally as bad as it me. was for me for fantasy, needed to happen because it got one very specific goal done, and that is the firing of Brandon Staley. He can't hurt us anymore. Yeah, that was honestly worth it. He he cannot. He cannot. He escaped. His career has been saved, most likely. I hope. I mean, who are we kidding? They're going to probably hire some bum. Bill Belichick. And uh, it's not going to get any better. 
they go get Bill. Honestly, I really wouldn't be mad about that. I would not be mad about Bill Belichick. At least the defense will be good. Dude, with the talent they got on there? Are you kidding me? Yeah. And they got to have a decent draft pick? Go get... I've seen mocks where, like, Brock Bowers falls to them. Like, if you get Justin Herbert, Brock Bowers? What? What? Good Lord. Good Lord. That would be crazy. Yeah, no. Basically, anybody would be an upgrade over Brandon Staley, I guess is where we're going with yeah. this. So I'm excited. So, yeah, that needed to happen. Um, outside of that glaring difference, um, Christian McCaffrey did happen. That'll that will do it. And it, it just there was no drama in this granddaddy of the mall matchup. Um no. so I don't know that there's really a ton to say about it, to be totally honest with you. No, I like and my I mean, my team I is, had Cooper Cup. I had Christian McCaffrey. Yeah. Your your team had, had kind of been inconsistent, but it finally finally had its ceiling week. So I guess that's nice for you to see that yeah. going into the championship. Mine has been limping for the past month and a half. I mean, Kelsey's underperforming, just yeah, got is. Jefferson back, but, I mean, had him back for one game, and then he gets knocked out and comes back. He actually has 10 targets in this game, um, 84 yards on seven catches. So, not bad from Justin Jefferson, but not what you're hoping. Chase got hurt, but he's also playing with the backup. Like I mentioned, Kelsey, um, Demonta Smith, DeAndre Swift, don't they're, – they're okay right now. They don't wow. Um Josh Allen had a great real-life game. He only threw for, like, 90 yards, but put a whooping on Dallas. But not what I was hoping for yeah. in fantasy. Yeah, it, it just didn't really, uh, didn't really come not, together. I'm not so. sure. This is a dynasty league. I'm not sure exactly what to do with this team going into the offseason. Um... A lot, I guess, will depend. You probably just got to keep running it back. Yeah, a lot will depend on, I guess, um, where some people go in free agency. Josh Jacobs is on the team. Uh, T. Higgins is on the team. So depending on where they go will make up a lot of my mind of where to go for the future. They're still good young stars. Like Josh Allen's not going anywhere. Jefferson Chase aren't going anywhere. Um, Jameer Gibbs is... I mean, he's starting to look like the star we drafted. We we were hoping he would be. So there's bright spots, but we'll see. Yeah, I mean, it's it's still going to be right there next year. Honestly, you've still got Chase and Jefferson. If Kelsey happens to uh, drop off or retire or something, you've got T.J. Hawkinson. <laughs> we Josh forget Allen's about Hawkinson on there. We do. You've got. Um, you know, maybe a little bit of a hole there at running back, but frankly, if you need a running back, you can trade for one. You have the ability to do that. You'll be fine. On to the, the more exciting matchup. Good Lord. Um, Yeah, so where the granddaddy of them all was an absolute tail whooping, our ordinary gentleman matchup was the matchup that I posted the screenshot of on Instagram. And this thing came down to, I kid you not, the final play of Literally. Monday Night Football. Literally. Th this was about as stressful of a fantasy matchup as I can personally remember 
my team being in in a playoff scenario, this was rough. Yep. It was one of those we were pretty we kind of exchanged knockout blows throughout the week going into that like um Chase, yeah. you know, it wasn't amazing. Um but then you like you, you had Devonte Adams go off Thursday night, so I'm like, oh great, I'm I'm gonna lose that. So I like immediately went into poor me mode after that. Then Jameer Gibbs comes in on <laughs> Jameer Gibbs comes in on Saturday, has almost 25 points. Like bam, right back in there. Okay, cool. We got a we got a fighting chance. And then Chase and Jefferson Jefferson outscores him by five, but they're pretty pretty evenly distributed there. Sunday kind of goes back and forth. I got Cup have 25. Um, you had, but Jalen Waddle scored 28. Waller and Kelsey, they canceled out. Diggs wasn't amazing. Barkley wasn't amazing for you. Um, the where, where where things really went wrong for you was Najee Harris. That one's that yeah, one. Najee stinks. Harris did absolutely nothing. He had a fumble. So here's the fun. This is where this was frustrating. So the the score, you beat me 131.3 to 130.3. Here's the many different scenarios in which this could have gone the opposite direction, at least from my point of view. Najee Harris had a fumble. That's minus two points. If he doesn't fumble, I win. Patrick Mahomes had an interception in which it hit Kadarius Tony in the hands. He bobbled it. Because he's Kadarius freaking Tony. How is he still employed? And the defense intercepts if it. If I am as bad at my job that should not as he count. is at his, I get fired. Yes. Yes, he's terrible. That should not count as a quarterback interception. I mean, that was as good of a throw as you can throw on that specific throw. And Kadarius Tony turned it into a turnover. So that's negative two points for Patrick Mahomes. If that doesn't happen, I win. Um... Going to that final drive, A.J. Brown caught a 15-yard pass where he got one foot in uh, on the last drive but did not get the second foot in. If he gets the second foot in, Cluck, Full Full I disclosure, win. on Jaylen Monday Hurts. night, you have A.J. Brown. I also have DeAndre Swift. I went into Monday night yes. up two points. Yes. And it, it was basically, okay, is A.J. Brown going to outscore DeAndre Swift? And he did by one point. <laughs> I needed him to outscore him by two points. <laughs> like, this was, it was just so frustrating because and it was, it's a full PPR league. So, literally, I just needed A.J. Brown to have a catch, a 10-yard catch. That would have And done. I will say, too, in, in, in my defense as well, DeAndre Swift went down twice at the goal line. Which, of course, you know what's happening then. <laughs> There's no shot he's going to touch the ball a second time. One time, Jason Kelsey literally tackled him. Jason Kelsey tackled him. He's like, no, Hurts is scoring. Yep. Stop it. Yep. And at one point on that final drive, you actually took the lead. No, not the final drive, but the drive before. It was the drive, drive before. before you that. took the lead, yep. and then they handed it to DeAndre Swift, and he took it like 14 yards. That took it back. And then neither of them touched the ball again. Yes. That's exactly how it went down. AJ Brown had a 10 yard catch, and I was, I took the lead, and um, there was like th four minutes left in the game or something, whatever it was. It's like, okay, I got it. We're good. Um, Swift has a 14 yard run, and I lose the lead, and that was that. I was heated. 
I was fuming, frustrated. There's nothing you can do about it. But that, that to me, losing by a point where there's so many different ways it could have gone the other direction, that is the worst way to lose in the playoffs to me. I don't know how you feel about it because you have the polar opposite reaction of getting your butt just Yeah, you're not going to find much sympathy here because you already monkey stomped me in one league. Like, give me this one. Good <laughs> Lord. Right. <laughs> but so, okay, I wonder this then. You have experienced the very close loss. Granted, it's been in like the championship. So like there's there's no consolation there. But like, isn't it so much worse to lose very close where it's dangled in front of you and you feel like it can happen than it is to oh, lose oh, very oh, no, badly I will, where you had 100% no shot? I percent agree there. Like I was after like Thursday night, like I was like, all right, I'm 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 just done in the granddaddy of them all. Like that, that one's that one's yeah. over. So I'd already written that up. But this one, like I like, it was gut wrenching. That whole Monday night, like every time Swift went down at the one, like I just turned around and just started like beating my fist into the couch. I'm like, you've got to be kidding me! Like if he scores, that's it. I've got it. Uh, yep. And this team, I I want to stay. Congratulations to this team fighting through such adversity. Jonathan Taylor injured. Christian Kirk injured on IR. This team has lost the beating. It's beating both of its beating hearts in Justin Jefferson or not Justin Jefferson, Justin Herbert and Joe Burrow. This super flex league going into this year with those two guys having lost both of them at this point, still alive in the playoffs and getting to the championship. Yeah, there's that's why I had no hope too. going into Which, this. Like I've, I've lost all my, like, I don't, I've got other good players. Sure, the team is stacked. I'll give you that. But, like, I don't stand a chance against Lamar, Mahomes, Adams, Jefferson. Like, I do. Yeah. It's two very stacked teams on paper. The problem is, I guess, just the way this year has worked out, they haven't quite performed up to their potential. So, you know, we, we limped into the playoffs to face one another. And it, was, it wasn't like either one of our teams had a bad week. That happened last year, uh, or no? It was two years ago. We just had we both had terrible weeks. Somebody had to win, but it was a pillow fight. That was not this one. This was two pretty good weeks. Um, there was there was traded haymakers, and then at the end of the day, it just happened to be your team that was the better. This team. is also the second time you and I have met in the playoffs twice in this league. Um, two years ago in 2021, yes. and this year, both times on Monday Night Football, the Eagles played. And my last player was an Eagles running back. It was Miles Sanders in 2021 and DeAndre Swift this season. Eagles running backs yep. on Monday Night Football in the semifinals. You will beat Josh. 100%. If I, there's going to be serious superstition if I ever go up against an Eagles running back on Monday Night Football in the semifinals. And again. if it's, on, if if it it's happens, on my team, you might as well just pull all your guys. Like, there's no point. I should yeah. just quit. I should just quit. I haven't beat you in the playoffs. Not in that league. Did you know go, going into this year, I actually, you would, I had only beaten you one time over like two or three years. And it was in the, it was that time in the playoffs. This year, I went three and up, including the playoffs. Yeah. Yeah, it was rough. Uh, the other wrinkle to this, too, and this is where it's doubly frustrating for me and maybe doubly exciting for you. Is scary too. Now the, well, no, 
the matchup that you draw now through, frankly, a serious stroke of luck. <laughs> here's, here's the other scenario. In the other semifinal, you've got our buddy Landon Hewell. The team has been a And he's facing. Up to this point. It's, yes, highest scoring team in not, our And league. not by a little, by like a lot. Like you and I are second and third, and he's got like 250 more points than we do. Yeah, it's it's a significant gap between him and, and everybody else. He has just been crushing people. And he was facing another team that of the 10 teams in this league is sixth in scoring and had the lowest points against. So on paper, it looks like Landon is just going to run through this guy and get into the finals, and whoever gets to face him just gets an invitation to get their butt kicked. Yeah, I, I told you going into this, like, I, I know you're going to beat me, but neither of us is going to beat Landon in the playoffs, so it doesn't matter. Exactly. I, I was fully with you, too. I was like, I want to get to the finals because, you know, anything can happen. But, like, in my heart of hearts, there's no way. There's no chance. This dude's team has been on an absolute heater, and then the news breaks that Tyree Kill is not going to play, and everything changes. And uh, Landon drops an absolute turd, gets beat in the semifinals, and now you get to you get to face in the finals the team that is sixth of ten in scoring, uh, had the lowest points for of any playoff team, and uh, somehow managed through like serious luck to go nine and four in the regular season. Like this was, I'm, I, I don't want to just bag on a dude who's in the, in the finals in a dynasty league, but like, it's like that meme of like the dragon with the, or the Hydra or whatever, three heads. And you got like two normal heads and then one that's just like a complete goofball. (laughs) You know what I'm talking about? That's what this guy's team is. It's just like, this one is over here. And then there's these playoff teams over or it's here, like the, and he's just off playing in it's the same. Probably sand. better with the you got like the four Navy SEALs, four of them all in, three of them all in gear, and then the one clown in the middle. Like <laughs> me, you, and Landon. Like yes. you look at these teams on paper, like God squads. These boys are legit. And then this guy, and and he's made some questionable trades over the offseason. Like he had McCaffrey, got rid of him. Jalen Hurts got rid he of did. him. Still is in the final. <laughs> He's just – sometimes it's better to be lucky than good. Let's put it that way. And I think that has played a role in this whole situation. So now you get to face him for two weeks in the finals. I'm of the opinion you will end up winning. I hope. But uh, I'm sure I'm sure you don't feel that Dude. way because you have this, this way of coping that is extremely well, negative. Also, <laughs> to be fair – I have no reason to be positive. Like, if if you have been in leagues with me, you know I'm remarkably unlucky. <laughs> like, really unlucky. My team gets yeah. pummeled with injuries or just these freak things happen, like Stefan Diggs scoring 40 points on Monday night. You are the guy that managed to lose in the fantasy championship when you had Alvin Kamara score five touchdowns Six. in your lineup. Six touchdowns. Six. God. My fault. He scored 50 okay. points. I had Alvin Kamara. He had Devontae Adams and Stefan Diggs, who combined for 70 points. 
It, yeah, I think it was like 80. <laughs> that that can't be beat. That is a moment. And I've lost to the same guy, Landon Davis. I mean, good on you. I've lost to him. Except for the uh, going into this year, I've lost to him four years in a row in the playoffs. Last year, even in this, and that's in the granddaddy of them all, even in this league, which I actually won a couple years ago, praise the Lord, is like the only fantasy championship I've ever won. Except for that one where I didn't get paid. <laughs> it was like a redraft league. Never never got oh, my buy-in. <laughs> Everybody paid in. Good. I won it, and then the, the commission just kept the money. Good, good, good. So even Great. there, I'm hard. So, yeah. Love that. And and going into this one, like I've maybe Jonathan Taylor plays. I hope I've lost both my starting quarterbacks. Like I'm limping into this one. I think that's that's both of us right now. Like I don't think either one of us feels super duper confident about winning the whole thing, but we're hopeful. That's where we are. Maybe my luck will change. I doubt it, but I highly doubt it. <laughs> you you sir, you must have done something because the juju. Surrounding your there fantasy must be like luck a big, is just a big ladder that so I can't bad. see that goes over my house that I walk under every day. Like I don't, I don't understand. <laughs> There's something. Um, okay, speaking of like really, really poor juju, I was talking with some of the the folks over on Instagram and just like asking, like, what are some of the really bad beats you've had in your fantasy playoff matchups or just surrounding your playoffs? And we got some answers that, like, they just were so unlucky. It hurt your heart, honestly. And so grotesque. They they are tearjerkers that I just had, we had to talk about them. Like, frankly, this is the sort of situation where this is group therapy, and we're going to talk it out, and uh, we hopefully we'll feel better you. at the end of it. I have experienced just as much pain as you have, believe me. Absolutely. So, <clears throat> leading things off, uh... At Hausman15 on Instagram said that he lost in the fantasy playoffs because Brees Hall and Bijan Robinson combined for two points. And I think I forgot to put the end there, but he also lost by two points. I am so sorry. <laughs> that, <laughs> that, is that is worse than what happened to you, in gentlemen. That is bad. Yes. That's awful because I'm pretty sure Bijan Robinson. At least in PPR leagues, I think he scored 0. 0.1 points. He scored 0. 0.4 points, I believe, half in full PPR. PPR. Okay, 0.4. In half PPR or standard leagues, it was negative. So he lost you points. You could have not played him, and it would have been better. And then obviously Brees Hall did absolutely nothing. That's terrible. I feel so yeah, I'm bad. frustrated, like, for, as a Falcons fan from the outside. The only league I have Bijan in, and it took cost me an arm and a leg to get him, by the way. Um, I'm already out of the playoffs, so it didn't affect me. Like, I'm imagining if I had Bijan or or somebody in the granddaddy of them all or gentleman or something like that, like, how furious I would be about that. And I feel very bad for this guy. And then Brees is... Yeah, it's unfortunate. You, he, like, two passes is all you need. Like, he catches two passes. Yeah, Brees is rough because... And this is, like, in um, in the granddaddy of the mall, I traded him away this year leading up to the playoffs for Travis Etienne. Etienne didn't even have a good week, and he quadrupled 
what Bijan is better and and, and Bree Scott. <laughs> yeah, no, it it has worked out swimmingly so far just because Brees can't get anything going on the ground because their offensive line is so terrible. Their offense as a whole he is runs terrible. Into a brick wall every time he touches the ball. I think, and I could be so off base here. I think I saw somebody tweet that over the last six weeks or something like that, Brees Hall has scored like 25 PPR points on the ground and he scored like 90 as a receiver. I believe that. I have, I, have a, I have a quick question, because I have seen this everywhere. Is people now asking Gibbs and Bijan, which one do you prefer? I still prefer Bijan. I prefer his talent to Gibbs' talent. But I will say this. I have been asking around in places where people have Bijan, just trying to gauge how they feel about him. Because I do think you've got an interesting situation where you can trade um, Gibbs for Bijan and maybe get a little something on top, and that's a trade I would do. Or you can maybe not even trade Gibbs for Bijan, but just like trade low to acquire Bijan. Um, it's been a mixed bag in the people that I've talked to where a couple, a few are like still holding strong. They're like, no, nothing's changed. I still think he's incredible one of the five best dynasty assets a couple haven't really been super duper high on him they've kind of been burnt i guess so i think it depends a little bit on your league but there's going to be some interesting values on Bijan, <clears throat> where it it might depend who you ask yeah I, um i ask it not saying that i believe that gibbs is a better asset i guess i still would say Bijan as well but the gap to me is far narrower than it used to be. I will say that. Partially because, I mean, I agree. We, we love Bijan and the talent, but Gibbs is great. Like, Gibbs is extremely good. Gibbs is a blue, blue chip prospect yes. in his own right. Not to the extent of Bijan, but he is. Uh, I saw one guy, he's like, would you prefer Gibbs or Bijan? He's like, I tried to trade Bijan straight up for Gibbs and couldn't do it. Yeah, I mean, that's not the kind of trade you can do right now, though, because, like, that is just the opposite of how trade values work, because you cannot trade a player when their value dips for another player whose value is going up. So, like, that one's not going to Awesome buy-low opportunity for Bijan if you are lucky enough to be in a league where you can get it done. That is the key. If you're lucky enough to be in a league where you can get it done, you probably still have to pay, like, you know, the farmer's ransom, which I would, it's, it's worth it. It just might be a cheaper ransom than it was a month yeah. ago. I mean, just two weeks ago, Bijan had his blow up game where he scored thirty points, had like two touchdowns, and everybody's like, "All right, here it is." Capitalize while you can. At Muller IG on Instagram said that the way he lost his fantasy matchup was that Kyron Williams had two fumbles, and he lost by two points. Najee had one fumble, and you lost by one point. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I know. Ugh. Kadarius Tony existed, and I lost by yep. one point. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Patrick Mahomes throws still, one less I'm interception, st- you win. <laughs> yes. Oh, that's brutal. It, so Sky Moore just got put – Sky Moore was just put oh, on Oh, no, IR. so if they can't they get rid of Tony. Instead, actually – 
Yeah, if if it was actually like Tony got put on IR before the game instead of Sky Moore, I would have Tony won. needs to get put on the waiver wire. In real life. Anyways, David Perez commented, this, this really had me cracking up. This is funny. He said that he was the first team out of his league's four-team playoff in two separate leagues. He said he's also a Florida State fan. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, no. Oh, dear. Oh, that's a can of worms. Oh, dear Lord. I messaged him on the side. I DM'd him, and I was like, I am so sorry. (laughs) Yeah, that one deserves a a call out. Like, all right, I, I feel for you, dude. That one's rough. Unfortunately for him, uh, Florida State never deserved to be in. (gasps) Oh, Oh. said that. Oh Oh, no! Oh Oh, no! I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. (laughs) I do think Bama's better though, but 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 Florida State deserved the shot, but Bama's the better. Let's not let's not get him all riled up now. (laughs) If if he doesn't listen to this episode, I I quit. (laughs) No. Oh dear. But seriously, Um, as a if you're a Florida State fan. And that happens to you twice. Like you're sitting here, like God, are you trying to tell me something? Like, what is the yeah. what is the deal? Yeah, that is that is a divine intervention, is what that is. Yeah, there is there's there is something in your life that you're missing that you need to pay attention to, sir. <laughs> you need to atone for a sin that you don't even know about. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Speaking of divine intervention, this what this is an all timer. Um. At Hack Jolton, I, I don't, I'm not even going to try and figure out if there's a name in there somewhere. But uh, he said that he missed the playoffs by a half of a point when a stat correction took a full point away from his defense. Mm. <laughs> oh no! Mm. Oh no! That stat is so bad. Me. They scare me. You're still waiting for one to drop down. I'm still waiting for it. Like, give me the. They win. said they don't finalize it till <laughs> Sleeper doesn't finalize it till 1 p.m. Wednesday. Like, they're they're gonna find some nitpick somewhere. It's gonna they're be gonna say that the Kadarius Tony uh, interception was not an interception. That was a drop and it was a fumble. They they will not say that. What if they do? What if they do? Yeah. Then I'll find out where Kadarius Tony lives. <laughs> I'll take care of the problem myself. <laughs> Andy Reid will like not worry about it anymore. Be like Thanos at the end of the one of the Avengers games. Like, fine, I'll do it myself. <laughs> uh, last one here, and this is this also just like horrific. Mister J Vance says that he went from first place all year to a first round exit because Keenan Allen and Tyreek Hill got hurt. Dude, the Tyreek Hill do injury devastated like many teams. Like it, Landon Hewell, our buddy and gentleman, lost it. Denny, if he has Tyreek, he wins this week. Plain and simple. Yes, he loses in the in the granddaddy of them all. Like, I I just want to. I, I would love to put out a poll or whatever. Like, if you had Tyreek, did he cost you the game? And just see how many votes say yes. Because there has sure to be a lot. thousands of teams out there. That this happened to. I'm sure so many because he is so important to these teams. Like he, he single-handedly got people winning. there. Yeah. Yeah. He's been dragging you. It'd be like if I didn't have Christian McCaffrey, 
Now, granted, this week it may not have mattered, but like still, not having Christian McCaffrey, that's a a large chunk just deleted from your lineup that you've got to replace by somebody on your bench. That's not ideal. No. So yeah, I'm sure there are if a lot you, of if you had Tyree that are in. I am sorry. That's rough. Yeah, hopefully we all feel better now. I would I would say of the worst the worst of these has got to be Brees and Bijan combining for two number one, and number two is is my poor Florida State fan here. That is just salt in the wound. Oh man. Yeah, I don't know. I that I think just like the the symmetry there of what's happening in real life and what's happening in your fantasy leagues. I can't imagine being a Florida State fan, like because I was watching the whole thing go down and hearing all the people's arguments the whole time, like, does Florida State deserve to be in? Like, well, they deserve to be in. Are they the better team? With a backup quarterback? I don't know. Probably not. And the back and forth for like that whole first hour of the show watching that Sunday morning. And I can't imagine like I'm a South Carolina fan. If that had been us in that scenario, like, oh, my God, what's going to happen? And then to like you see the other team's name pop up in that fourth spot. Oh, oh God. So I would have thrown up. I would have been so I bad. I would have thrown up. And then and then it happens to you in two different fantasy leagues. The exact, the exact same, same scenario. God, oh. oh, that's so bad. David Perez, I feel for I'm him. Sorry, I feel for all of the individuals here because these are all really bad beats. But the, that that one might be the worst. I will grant him that. That's tough. Um, anything else you want to add before we get out of here? Uh, I would. I'm pulling for you in the championship. How about that? I'm pulling for you in the championship well, as well. Well, look at that. We had the, we had the Josh the Josh and Ben hate week. It happened. It's over. I'm glad it happened all at once. We can move on now. And, yeah, I would like to see two two trophies at the end of this. That'll do it from us. We'll see you guys. This is finally a hopeful note we ended on. Look at that. We did. We We worked through our issues. We got it all out, and now we're feeling lighter, you know? Pulling for you guys. We'll see what happens. Yeah, hopefully hopefully all of y'all can avoid the bad beats. Hopefully we can come back next week, and it's just happiness. We can talk about our finals yep. matchups. And, uh, we'll, have, you uh, know. we'll have a couple more weeks of uh, I want to hear some good news, but when championship week rolls down, we'll probably put out some uh, how did you win your championship. Let's hear some good stories about that. That would be fun. There will be a uh, how did you lose are... as well. Yeah, well, of course. <laughs> of course. <laughs> We've... We've got to do We're a few more of these beats because <laughs> we don't discriminate. You can win or you can lose. It doesn't matter to us. Um, that'll do it for this one. We'll see you guys next week. Best of luck in your finals matchups. We'll see you. Thank you for listening to the Fantasy Brothers Podcast. If you enjoyed the episode and want to connect to us, follow us on Instagram at fantasybrothers underscore or on Twitter at fantasybros underscore. If you want to support the show, you can do that at Patreon forward slash fantasybrothers.